0: It's Thursday. You know what that means. Welcome to the highly disputed here on WSHC Shepherdstown, the voice of Shepherd University. My name is Dylan Bishop and with me as always
1: is Ryan Stickle. How's it going, Ryan? Um, you know, it's, it's just no time to die. <laughs> it really is. What when is when is the
0: time to die, you know? Um, 86 1986. 1880? who knows. <laughs> I tell you, when I've my time to die this week has been most of it, yeah, uh, because I've been out there at the wellness center at Shepherd (laughs) playing pickup basketball. Dying. Uh, So I'd say in the last six months I've played pickup five on five basketball zero times. Mm. In the last seven days, I have played five times, (laughs) and uh, I believe. Uh, the last three of the last four days I've been out at the Wellness Center, two days before I was in Berkeley Springs uh, playing just street streetball, uh, where I ended up getting a nice nasty elbow to the eye, and I don't know if you can see from here that I got a black eye, a little bit going on here. It's more like yellow, mm, little a little bit. bit of a black streak going on here. Okay. It's not too noticeable, but in the right lighting and street close ball. enough. Yeah, I took a <laughs> real nasty elbow to the eye. And then last three last four days I've been out at the Wellness Center with most of the girls' basketball team, now that they're out of season, they've been playing uh, out there, and whew, man, they are in too good a shape. I mean, once basketball season ends, it's
1: time to play basketball.
0: It's pickup so. basketball season. <laughs> yeah, they're out there. I was out there today. Uh, I know Abby Beeman was uh, out there, what, Monday and Tuesday, and then uh, was runner-up of the three-on-three tournament on Wednesday uh, with uh, Jordan Smith and Kara Miner, who, <laughs> on Monday... Kara probably took about four shots, like, to the face, falling on the floor, getting knocked around. <laughs> Two of those were by me. Sorry, Kara. Oh, wow. Um, they're all accidental, but, you know, it happens out there. She couldn't blame her for walking off the court and just being like, I'm done with this. <laughs> but so that was fun, man. They, I mean, they're smoking everybody out there,
1: honestly. I mean, they, they should be more... Obviously, they're going to be better than pretty much everyone out there, but yes. they're also going to be in rhythm, in game shape. It's right, like a pickup game. That's that's nothing. That's like casual, and they're playing loose as well. I'm sure compared yes. to a real game. So it's like go out and have fun, yep. get a bunch of shots, just be good, and much better than everybody else who's out there. Yeah, I
0: had a team rolling today. I had I was like I went like four. We went like four and zero. Oh, a team of uh, me, uh, Mackenzie Freeze, Sidney Bowles, Jordan Smith, and uh, a dude who looked like he's probably a football player. Uh, we <laughs> were we were rolling out there. Lord I'm man. just I'm
1: just there I'm just there to fill space. You know. You got, I mean, listen, space the floor, maybe knock down a corner three, maybe grab a rebound. You just got to fill the role that's needed depending on the team. Right.
0: I'm a weird kind of pickup basketball player because my body does not fit what my mind sees out on the court. I can see a lot of things happening that my body cannot uh, capitalize on. Hmm. Imagine if uh, Rajon Rondo was uh, not in good shape cardiovascularly or uh, athletically. Doesn't sound like a great player. No. <laughs> Listen, I got I got some some vision, some, you know, I can hey, as long as you got the vision out there. That's all. I can I figure out who the good players are, that's all. <laughs> I tell other people who they should just, be guarding. Just scout everything. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, it's enough basketball talk. Uh we have a lot of non basketball talk to get into. Because um so we spent last week really went the whole time talking about the end of the Shepherd women's basketball season, the men's basketball season, and looking forward to next year. So that one week of us not talking about uh the NFL and the off season Oof. has put us behind the ball. And it of course, the one time we get behind is, I don't know, the most
1: newsworthy off season in recent history. Easily. I've the amount of big names moving, um particularly quarterbacks, it seems, Um, quarterbacks either moving or some of them staying, which is still news. Yes. (laughs) It's just been uh, nonstop. It's almost every day. There can't be another sporting event on TV without NFL breaking news kind of getting its piece of Twitter. It's just constant. Yeah, so I'm gonna what I'm gonna do right right quick is run down most of the stuff that we
0: have missed and not been able to talk about. The last time we talked about football on the show, it was when Russell Wilson got traded to the Broncos, which feels about 27 stories ago. Eternity ago.
1: Feel like he played a season there already. I know.
0: I mean, the the Denver Broncos stadium caught
1: fire today. (laughs) (laughs) What a weird! The fire was random. Like, how does it's like concrete steps and probably plastic seats? How does that catch on fire? So what happens when you let Russ cook? Russ was cooking, I guess. <laughs> uh he's cooking, out there. he's cooking with gas. That's some off- Man, that's just his off-season work, too. Wait till the real game starts. Yeah. So just give you a little rundown. Uh was it yesterday, I believe, or the day before? Tyreek
0: Hill was traded to the Miami Dolphins. Mm. Devontae Adams was signed and traded to the Las Vegas Raiders. Deshaun Watson beat the criminal charges. Twice, apparently, because today a second grand jury decided not to indict him. Uh, and he was traded to the Cleveland Browns. Uh, the Colts traded Carson Wentz to Washington. Mitch Trubisky signed with Pittsburgh. We kind of mentioned that. Matt Ryan was traded to Indy <laughs> after the Falcons were uh, rejected by Deshaun Watson.
1: That would be the biggest story in a regular offseason, is Matt Ryan <laughs> going to the Colts.
0: Yes. When, when the Browns decided that they wanted to meet Uh, with the Sean Watson in Houston when they wanted to fly to him rather than bring him to Cleveland. Apparently that's what upset Baker Mayfield to Mm -hmm. where he wanted to request a trade. Uh, Cleo Mack is now a charger after being traded by the Bears. Tom Brady unretired. Oh, yeah. That part. Von Miller is a bill. Uh, Let's see. What else we got? Julio Jones was cut. Bobby Wagner's cut. Layell Collins cut and signed with the with the Bengals. Amari Cooper was traded to the Browns. Jarvis Landry was cut. Troy, Bu- uh, Troy Aikman and Joe Buck
1: are going to Monday Night Football. <laughs> the media news: Al Michaels and uh, Kirk Herbstreit confirmed for Thursday Night Football on Amazon. Why it's just wild and all over the place. Yeah, not even the broadcasters—they couldn't just stay put and just let the NFL do its thing. Even the broadcasters had to reshuffle everything. All right,
0: let's get out of the way real quick. Tom Brady,
1: unretired.
0: Can't say I'm shocked. No,
1: not shocking at all. Let's see, um, I'll say this. I didn't see
0: it coming before it happened, but when I saw it, I
1: said, yeah, makes yeah, sense. Just one of those things. Yeah, when he retired, it was, it was again, not surprising. You kind of had the feet. I don't know, just had a feeling. There was, there was
0: just like things that he was saying. It was like, yeah, the thing, it feels like he's going to retire. Before the season ended, I was like, no, he'll come back. But then he started saying stuff. It's like, he's going to retire.
1: Yeah, and, and then they then he changed did, his mind, and it was kind of unceremonious. It was just like yeah, it was like some. It got post. leaked, yeah, and Schefter leaked it. It, was it got leaked, thing. and he was they denied late. it. So, um, he's gonna come back, and I don't blame him because the NFC has gotten infinitely worse. It's just him and Rogers, really, and not much else. The NFC, if you have a good team, you're in the playoffs like yes. quite easily. Yes, the <laughs> AFC has. Really
0: loaded up, to say the least. Khalil could, Mack is the over there now. I mean, Von Miller's gone back over there.
1: Obviously, the season's going to have to play Matt out. Ryan. and 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 there's parity and th- things will look somewhat normal, at least standings wise. But you're in a situation where you could be the 10th or 11th best team in the AFC, and you're still a pretty solid. Team. I was just about to, I was just about to do this.
0: I'm about to list off all these teams. Ravens, Bengals, Browns. Do you want to throw the Steelers in there as a good team?
1: I think they are going to be. Take the you can you can assume what you will. They're going to be unless Trubisky is just like insanely bad. They're going to be upgraded at quarterback. Just mid a guy who can't throw, but a guy who can who he can scramble at least. And they made the playoffs. And they made the playoffs. Their defense lost Juju. They lost Juju. But they really don't care about their receivers. They are like, we're going to run the ball and play defense. Their defense is going to be better. They were the worst run defense <laughs> in the league. So you just figure, a team that made the playoffs and had the worst run defense in the league and probably bottom three, maybe the worst quarterback in the league, upgraded, you know. Defense definitely upgraded quarterback. Marginal upgraded quarterback. Uh, marginal quarterback upgrade. A younger one one that can run, at least. Now, everybody around them is better, so maybe they end up with the same record and miss the playoffs. But, all right. Those Furman. four. <laughs> Those are for all four teams in the AFC North. Mm-hmm. The Patriots,
0: the yep. Bills, the Dolphins, the Colts, the Titans, and that's before we get to probably the best division, <laughs> the AFC West. <laughs> yes. The Chiefs, the Chargers, the Raiders, the Broncos. That's 13 of the 16 AFC teams. Yeah, Seven of those teams will make the playoffs,
1: and six will not. Because you, f- you figure Jets, Texans, Jags. Yes, those are and, the three that you would just assume. but No, and sometimes you have a team like maybe the Jags, where like their new quarterback and they get a new coach, and suddenly they're like five hundred. But the yeah. AFC is so good; I don't know if that happens this year. Probably not. No, um, but yeah, it's you figure. That's pretty much the whole AFC is is decent, and even like, you know, if the Texans aren't totally in the tank, Davis it, Mills wasn't. Awful. No, he wasn't at all. And so, like, if they...
0: I thought the team had the potential to not win a single
1: game last year, and they won four of them. They're similar to the Dolphins of a few years ago, where they were looking like one of the worst uh, constructed teams ever. Ended up winning, like, five games. Kind of like that. Um, The Jets, I mean, even those bottom three teams, I mean, the Jags maybe have a quarterback. The Jets also maybe have a quarterback. And the Texans, you might be the worst team, but, you know... You probably win two or three games based on this AFC, but it's still, um, if everybody brings their best, because there's some rosters, their best, Mm -hmm. like the Lions best is awful. (laughs) If every team in the AFC brings their best, it is top to bottom, literally no gimmies.
0: (laughs) Yeah. I think the best way for us to attack everything that we've missed is to kind of list off a bunch of things that happen and then just kind of uh, go at it from like a big picture perspective. So I'm going to list off some more things that happened in the last two weeks. So Darius Smith was cut by the Packers to save money after Aaron Rodgers, big extension. Team uh, friendly deal. Yes. Devontae <laughs> Adams, Devonte Adams could have had his contract matched by the Packers, but he decided that he did not want to play there anymore. And he wanted to go to Las Vegas to play with his former college teammate, Derek Carr. Uh, so, so Darius Smith cut by the Packers, apparently agreed to a about nine and a half million dollar per year deal with the Ravens. Then my theory, somebody got in his ear or he just looked around at like what Von Miller's contract was and he said, I can get way more than nine 9- nine point five million a year. Right. Even though he likes Baltimore. I think his just instinct was, Well, I guess I'll go back to Baltimore. It's familiar.
1: It's it's yeah. it's
0: but, more money and so yes. you go. Before before that happened he backed out. He visited Minnesota, and now he signed with Minnesota for fourteen million dollars a year, for three or four, three years, I think. For
1: someone who isn't making like obviously millions and millions of dollars, is generational money for a yes. person. But in NFL terms, um, if you're a <laughs> a defensive player, not just mm-hmm. some quarterback who's gonna run the show and make hundreds of millions or wherever you go. That's very much a a sizable difference that you you just can't pass up. Um, The matter it happened, though, we've seen that a couple times this offseason. Players verbally agree, and so the word gets out through Schefter, whoever it might be. They have agreed. And normally that means they're going to sign. They'll go meet with the team whenever they can and sign the contract. Um, So just one of those situations. I I guess it's smart business by a team to say, hey, we have – this ability, to get in their ear, be like, "Hey, man, we're we'll give you more money than it, that." Until the pen hits the paper, it's it's still, you know, just because the word's in the it's media, it's just a handshake mean, deal, yeah, yeah. And you know, obviously, kind of shady as a person to give somebody a word and go back on it, but it's business, so yep, it's all a business. Yeah. Also, so speaking of that, Randy Gregory
0: did that. Mm-hmm. He was going to go back to the Cowboys, and then the Broncos threw money at him, and he decided to sign there which was another domino in the whole pass rusher market because Chandler Jones ended up going to the Raiders. The Raiders added two big pieces, Chandler Jones and Devontae Adams. Yeah. Uh I believe they traded Yannick Ngakwe mm. somewhere. I don't remember I where. I can't remember. It, you know, it's what there's so much that happened, but uh <laughs> the cut, the uh the Browns cut JC Treader, their center who I would like to see the Ravens pick up. Uh Jarvis Landry still out there, maybe going to go back to the uh Browns. Ah, uh, there's rumors that o- fired OBJ make his, uh, may fired go his
1: agent today. Oh, uh, whose
0: last name was Bilbo. Bilbo. <laughs> uh, Michael Pierce was cut by the Vikings and re-signed with the Ravens. I'm happy about that. Michael Pierce still like not not too bad. Uh, Bobby Wagner's out there. Fletcher Cox was cut and then re-signed by the Eagles. Uh, the Ravens threw a big money deal out there to free safety from the Saints, Marcus Williams, who was a the number one safety on the market, big time uh, ball hawk, pure free safety. Uh, th- that, you know, he's not much of a man to man in the box kind of guy, but he will go out there and uh, ball hawk and play that deep s- single high coverage if you need him to. Mm-hmm. So that was a big move by them. They cut, They needed a free safety. Deshaun Elliott was out on the market. That was a good move by them. J.C. Jackson signed a big contract, go from the Patriots to the Chargers, number one corner on the market. <laughs> Teron Armstead, number one offensive tackle on the market, went to Miami. Juju Smith-Schuster went to the Chiefs, as did Marquez Valdez-Scantling, to replace Tyreek Hill, who yeah. is now a member of the Miami Dolphins. Him and Devontae Adams both traded for first and second round picks. Uh, De- Tyreek had a few more picks thrown in there. Five, like
1: five total draft picks. It was
0: like fourth, through, fourth round through sixth round. Maybe one of them was a third mm-hmm. Uh that one I can we it can go into it a just haul, it, as it you'd say. that one that one just happens so we can go into that a little bit. Uh, from the Chiefs' perspective, it's very interesting because I think a lot of what people were scared of with the Chiefs' offense was the threat of Tyreek Hill over the top and the fact that Mahomes was the quarterback in the NFL that could throw it deep to him. Yes. And it's very interesting that they're not going to have that element now. But they did replace him with Juju and Mark and MVS. MVS is a big speed guy. not Obviously not the same level as Tyreek Hill. I've seen some people say that they think that the Chiefs offense can actually be better w- uh,
1: with this sort of setup instead of just Tyreek and Kelsey. I mean, they have the coaching to adjust to their personnel. Right. Like, it's not just going to be here, chuck it deep. Because, I mean juju through his injuries he, he was never a, what i call a speedster obviously he's a very good wide receiver um they got him pretty cheap because past couple of years he's been pretty injured and just hasn't done a lot he had like you know five catches last year i think um came back yeah. in that playoff game uh he's he's gonna be pretty featured on that offense now that tyree kill's gone um kelsey's gonna be their guy mm-hmm. for for the most part so I mean, they they have the coaching. I'm sure they'll be just fine with whoever they throw out there. I mean, half their guys are just pure speedsters. Like you wouldn't call them a great receiver or or you know, just just good athletes. Nicole Hardman, did Marcus
0: Robinson got By- Byron Pringle, who uh, they did have sign with the Bears. Uh, so it's interesting. We we've been saying for the last two years, ever literally the the episode after they won the Super Bowl, uh, we said that we're watching how much money they're giving out. To the players that they are, Mm -hmm. and then last offseason they gave out all that money to all those offensive linemen, and we've basically been saying something's got to give. And it's like, is that window, is the Super Bowl window going to close because (laughs) you're giving out so much uh,
1: money? The cap is real to an extent. It is to an extent. You can can only you can create your way around so much. Yeah. So we've basically been
0: for the last two years we've been saying something's got to give with all these players they have and all this money they're giving out. And I certainly didn't think that the thing that was going to give was trading Tyreek Hill. No. That was very surprising. He got a four-year, $120 million contract to become the highest-paid wide receiver in the NFL. One of the highest-paid non-QBs in league history.
1: Yeah. So there's a couple ways you can go at this from each team's perspective. It was very surprising when I heard it. But when I really thought about it, I thought it was a very smart move by the Chiefs. I had also heard they had offered him a contract, and he said no, which kind of put this into motion. They essentially said, hey, pick, a, pick whoever you want to go to. They do. weren't going to give him the $30 million a year that he wanted to yeah. be the number one paid receiver. Right, so they said, well, let's get value out of him. And also, yep. for a guy who's, I think, 27, maybe, in maybe he might be coming up on 28, um, generally guys like that, they hit 30 you lose a step. That's true. Maybe it's a half step. Maybe it's a full step, but you lose a little bit. And for somebody who... 28. He's 28. And for somebody who Just who's, turned 28 in March. game is so built on being able to just outrun everybody, get an angle on it's anybody... It's more forward-thinking. Um, you got to get out ahead of that because his value now is the highest it'll be. It's only going to depreciate year over year from here. this point out. And if he's not going to, you know take your contract, you got to get something back for him. You yep. can't just lose Tyreek Hill.
0: You could compare it even, to, if you want to go cross-sport, Russell Westbrook. Look at Russell Westbrook. So much of his game is predicated on athleticism, and now that he's lost even half a step, uh, Russell Westbrook's not a positive impact yeah, suddenly, on the yeah. Los Angeles Lakers, and he's barely been a impact, positive impact on his last two teams, maybe three, Like yeah. as soon as he signed that big Supermax contract that he had. So, I mean, the Chiefs, you could say they're getting out in front of this, and it, it's not as scary on paper of an offense, but, I mean, MVS is fast. You know, Hardman is pot- still has the potential to show something when there's a, you have a guy that there's going to be less – There's the other receivers out there are going to be less feature because you don't have a guy like Tyreek Hill out there. It's right. Juju
1: and MVS. It's not but at the same a guy time, you want to feed. At the same time, okay, you're probably going to end up – everyone's just going to double Kelsey. So it's just going to open things up. Everything's going to be open out wide. I mean, you throw Juju into the slot probably, and he's just he can he can get over the middle and make tough catches for you. Just one of those guys. Um, They're going to be just fine. Uh, He's just it's just one of those things where yeah, it sucks if you're a Chiefs fan, I guess, because he's still so good. I mean, he almost you know him and Mahomes kind of single handedly (laughs) won them that that Bills game that. Crazy And the insane. Super Bowl, really. Yeah. They could have uh, lost that Super Bowl if it weren't for Tyreek. Yeah. That big so, throw down the field. Because he can just outrun everybody, and you have one of maybe three, four quarterbacks who can throw it that deep to him Yep, and do that. So if you're the Dolphins <laughs> and you just, look at this. That's what I was about to say. Um, yep. Obviously, you're a team who you're still not quite sure at quarterback. Um, you have a guy who's coming from the, the San Francisco, the Shanahan tree who – you know, has proven, hey, we're going to run the ball and the quarterback. It's not going to matter that much because um, we're going to do so well around him. Um, and that's the type of move you have to make there. You have, you know, Jalen Waddle, Devontae Parker, and now Tyreek Hill. Mike Gasecki's a very Mike good Tickie. tight end. Uh, Raheem Mostert is one of the fastest running backs in the NFL. And you're, you've spent money on your offensive line, which they they're always dead. do. Um, the Dolphins' offensive line has been horrible. Um, it's part of the reason I don't know how you can make a judgment on Tua, and probably why they haven't either, is because his line is horrible, and you you have half decent weapons, but you can't run the ball, you can't you can't throw it deep. So,
0: I I think that they have set things up to give Tua a good chance to succeed, and it's up to him to see what he's going to be able to do. Now, the offensive line's not flawless yet; they still have some. No, it's not. Uh, you know, five great guys across the line, it's but better. Toronto Armstead's going to be a big help, and they've given him the weapons, running game, offensive coach, to put it there. Yes, I just haven't seen out of Tua things that make me think that he can live up to what they want him to be. He, clearly, they want him to succeed, and I just I haven't seen it. He doesn't have the arm strength. He did, I. He's in, his durability. Has been a question, yeah, and that doesn't som- that doesn't something that really goes away. Like guys don't really like just gain durability as their career goes on. The it's the opposite. It's
1: quite the opposite. Unless yes. you're Tom Brady. <laughs> yeah,
0: so and his arm strength, like Tyreek Hill, I think there's a good chance that within two years from now, Tyreek Hill is going to be frustrated that he's gotten to Miami.
1: And it's like, whoa, he can't get me the ball down the field the way Mahomes could. I give it two months. Two, uh, they're going to use, I mean, I can tell you right now, even if their line is good, they're going to use Tyreek Hill as a guy, like, you know, it's like how San Francisco does, where it's Debo you're, Samuel. You're really good. We're going to get you the ball. It's going to be easy to get you the ball. And yeah, from there, uh, do your thing. It's not going to be, hey, run past everybody. Mm-hmm. I'm going to throw a yard, a pass, 60 yards in the air, and you're going to catch it and walk in the end zone. It's not going to be that. Um, and you know, talking about Tua, guys who are undersized like that, generally are very guys and who, and who succeed generally are very accurate. Um, you know, have a stronger arm than that, but generally are just hyper accurate. That was Drew Brees. Never had a crazy strong arm. He he had a you know, it great, was good enough great arm talent. Obviously, he's one of the best ever, but. Drew Brees was just hyper, hyper accurate. Like, just did not miss. And Tua's pretty good in short yardage. Tua has looked like that. He
0: looked like that in college a good bit, but he was also... Think about who Tua's college receivers were. It was Jalen Waddell, Henry Ruggs, uh, Jerry Judy, and uh, Devontae Smith.
1: He was clearly very good. He was a little bit more mobile, though you're going to look more mobile in college. Everything is slower. Um, Between everyone around him being better than the other team's players... It's just one of those things. It do, it does become hard to judge some of these guys in college, like Oklahoma and Alabama, because their team is so much better. Of course they're going to succeed. Ohio State, one of those teams as well. Um, and the injuries. I mean, he had some pretty <laughs> bad injuries happen to him. It's like dislocated hip. Yeah. like, like stuff, Hip problems are, that's worrisome. So he's probably already yeah, chronic lost. Chronic ankle issues. He's probably already lost a step and a half from what he was, like, peak college Tua. He was never, like, a mobile guy, but, you know, if you're under duress, at least get to the sideline and make something happen. Mm -hmm. He really can't do much of that at this point. So it's really up to him. Work on your arm strength, I guess, if you can. I don't know if he's maxed out at that. or I don't know if his Madden rating, uh, if we can add some some skill points to his uh, strength (laughs) and uh, uh, deep ball accuracy, but it's going to have to be there. I'm sure... Again, coaching is not even a factor that I mentioned when going through just their roster. Yeah. Coaching is going to play a factor in that they can scheme things to make it work for them. But um, at the end of the day, we've seen the these teams who are really good but are meh at quarterback only get so far. The Forty ers have gotten right there, though. Jimmy G is probably like a step better than some of these like yeah. mid tier guys. The, the knock on Jimmy G is he's good, but he's not great. He can't win you a Super Bowl. Jimmy G and he's been on a team that should win Super Bowl. Jimmy Bowls. G's had a tendency to to crack under pressure a little bit in
0: crunch time and in big games a little bit. He's been usually in the playoff in the regular season he's good enough to get you a really good record. Yeah. Get you a, you know, division get you in the playoffs. But when after it's that,
1: just pure passing drop back and yep. be great over he's just, he's and over just, you got to keep on hitting hit he's, hit, just hit, not, hit, hit he's just not good enough to do that no um he's great on a script <laughs> the yes. 49ers i mean they score a touchdown every opening drive it seems they're just right. great um that's just great coaching um throughout the course of a game you can scheme things and do this and that but man you get down to the fourth quarter it's like what's our best play go out and execute make a good throw so i wouldn't be, i wouldn't doubt if mike mcdaniel is able to make it work with Tua.
0: But I also wouldn't doubt that within a year or two from now, we see Tua's shortcomings come to light, and it kind of makes them, maybe one year is not enough. Maybe two years from now, you see it starts, they, they come up short twice, maybe they miss one playoff and they make another, and they don't do much in that playoff that they make.
1: They they could be very good. They could. And miss the playoffs. The, exactly. <laughs> the AFC, it looks it's really I mean, tough been, right now. They've been very solid I get the bad start last year, but they've been a very solid team in the in the broad scope past couple years, and they haven't made the playoffs. So, on the other side of the country,
0: if things continue down the path that they look like they could go in the next year or two, in Arizona, Kyler Murray, I wouldn't doubt if we see a year or two from now, or if there's another quarterback that pops up here that we don't know about yet that might be unhappy, I wouldn't doubt if... You know, I can see it working out with Tua, with Mike McDaniel, him figuring out how to make it work. He seems like he's a good, creative offensive coach. But also, a year or two from now, Tyreek Hill's not getting these bombs down the field. He sees Kyler Murray unhappy in Arizona. He starts nudging Chris Greer mm-hmm. in the front off and says, hey, how about you go try and get Kyler Murray?
1: And you have an owner who's very old. Yes. And who's just like, I don't care. <laughs> Here's They've been building up all these draft picks. We've made jokes past several years. The Dolphins, they've kind of been like the the thunder of the NFL where it's like every year it's like they have all these draft picks. It's like, well, you have all these draft picks. What are you going to do? You should be better. Be better. And now it's okay. Here's five draft picks for this great receiver. Yep. I don't know if you would necessarily call him the best in the NFL. No. But he is one top of – Top five. Top five. But he's also probably, in terms of the way he shapes the game, and his quarterback and his team – part of it it's always going to be in football but
0: it's like a Steph Curry kind of thing where he might not be the best player but he is one of the more he might be the most impactful in terms of how your defense has to handle him yeah because I'd say probably the best receivers in the NFL right now are Devontae Adams and Cooper Cup yeah and then and then maybe Debo Samuel and DeAndre Hopkins and then and then Tyree kills probably the fifth name you throw in there probably but so there's that uh speaking of uh bad people changing teams we should probably mention that uh, the Browns' new quarterback is Deshaun Watson. Man. And we mentioned that how he uh, dodged dodged another bullet with a uh, grand jury indictment here. Here's the thing. The Browns. It doesn't look like really any team wants Baker Mayfield. First yeah. of all. Yeah. So I think that if he doesn't end up in Seattle, which is the one team that seems like they're actually kind of interested in... There's reports that teams want a draft pick attached to Baker Mayfield to take him. Like, they're not going to give up a pick for Baker. It's like, you give us Baker and a pick, and we will take him. Yeah, which is
1: pretty wild, to be honest. I think – That's kind of why Baker's not that bad – Right. Like, like, come on. Like, let's say, I don't know, a fourth-round draft pick for Baker Mayfield straight up. Why would not every single team would take that? They should. Yeah. A fourth-round pick for a if quarterback you have the base, start – and I mean, I get, you know, he doesn't want to be a backup, but listen, if if it's gonna if you're gonna make it work You can do a lot worse than if, Baker Mayfield. You, you can have, do a lot better too. Even if you have a quarterback, <laughs> like just do it. Just have him on the roster. I get he's not gonna be happy about it. Maybe he'll you know, I don't know what his contract is. Like I don't know if he has any type of no trade, this and that. But it's
0: I think he's just on the fifth the regular fifth year option. So
1: I mean, you know, why not so go for he, it? It's it's clearly so. It's a big contract, but one year. Yeah, I don't know why the market is so low. I get he wasn't good, but he also was injured. One, one of those things. He's hurt where playing hurt. He did play hurt, and him, if he had just sat out the games he was injured, his value would be higher now than it, it is him playing hurt. Yes. Like him, he, him trying to prove himself by playing hurt hurt him (laughs) (laughs) like Ben
0: Simmons if Ben Simmons tried to play through this season he might not have uh, gone for James Harden in a a trade right Um, but and then you look at what the Browns have going on right now I think there's a solid chance that when these civil cases get figured out that Deshaun Watson gets handed down a half a year suspension and the Browns could just keep Baker Mayfield around to play those games he might be unhappy doing it but hey buddy if no team wants you as their starter, you're going to have to take half a year as the starter and then the backup when the nasty man comes back.
1: Yeah. Because it's, it's it's so strange just how little he's being valued. Because even Matt Ryan, who's been solid but is clearly on in the decline, tail end. In he's, decline. He's, got, he's headed toward the tail end of his career. He said, I want out. And he was on the Colts within like a day or two. Just like that. Yeah. And so for Baker, like the Seahawks, why would the Seahawks not pull the trigger on anything? being I don't speculated? know why. And they just got Any, picks for Russell Wilson. Anything being speculated. Yes, that too. Anything being speculated right now? I haven't heard a first round pick mentioned once. Right. Right. barely even a second round pick. No. It's like fourth round pick for Baker Mayfield. Literally, why the, would you the, not? Those, literally, I've been pick.
0: like, it's been like, you attach a fifth round pick to Baker Mayfield, we'll take him. That's what I. That's like the most specific thing I've heard yeah like it's that bad like i i love to rag on baker mayfield as much as the next guy but i mean he's better than mr bisky drew lock yeah uh you know a number of these got gardner Minshew, jalen hurts yeah do do they think
1: he was healthy last year like i don't
0: (laughs) i don't know maybe they just it probably just uh what was the other report from mike florio that said that baker needs to be humbled by like either being a
1: backup or like traded for a low amount of picks. I think he's been humbled by this already. Uh, I mean, it it he feels said, like I it's good, gonna- and nobody wants him. Like <laughs> you think? I mean, he he has to be seeing this stuff. I'm sure his agent probably his agent is probably painting it in a nice light, but I'm sure his agent's kind of at the end of the day, like, hey, it's uh, probably.
0: But you know, I think they're probably saying like the the uh, the nail in the coffin, you know, the icing, the uh, the the exclamation point is him get traded for a day three pick, is a. Uh, and listen, there's that's a big chip on Baker Mayfield's shoulder when he was the number 1 overall pick and he still loves to act like the the oh walk-on guy that gosh. no one believes in. Uh which is very th- that's the reason well, I, I guess, don't like Baker Mayfield. They, He's just annoying. I
1: guess they proved it. He they proved it to him now. Nobody believes in you. Exactly. <laughs> it's yes. finally happened. There you go, which is just going to make it things even worse. Uh <laughs> I mean, it was not even well just over, I guess, 2 years ago where um are you even a year ago? My timeline's so messed up. They go to Pittsburgh and win a playoff game, right? Last year. That was last. So, like, the, 20, Jan- the, January, the COVID season, yeah. January of last year. So, 14 months ago. Yeah. And we're sitting here saying the Browns, they have their guy, they have their roster, their team. They're set up to win this division for years to come. They're going to be competitive the next decade because they have not only the roster, but they now have the quarterback as well. And now you're in a position where it's like, the roster's still pretty good I guess. You have this quarterback who, you know, is has been very good, but he hasn't played. It's going to be 2 years of him not playing essentially. Yeah. Um, maybe he gets suspended, so it's even longer than Could that. Could be like two
0: and, and a half years or you know,
1: whatever since he's last played anything. And it's not like the Texans have, were very good that last year that he played. And that's another thing where I get he's had some great moments. He's clearly a very good quarterback. But since he's last been on a relevant team, there are so many more good quarterbacks that have come up just the past two years in these yeah. drafts. Um, it, they're not guaranteed to just not make the playoffs win the division do any of that.
0: No. I mean, he was on... The- we saw as soon as that trade happened that the Browns quickly moved to division
1: favorites in betting odds, and we were like, why would you take that bet right now? They had, the Texans had that lead in the playoff game in Kansas City, that big, yep. that weird playoff run for Kansas City. They were down like 20 in every game and came back. Um, Had that lead looking good. Blew it obviously in like 15 minutes, 28 straight points. From that point on there's been nothing special about the Texans. No. And that season after, they weren't necessarily in tank mode yet, but Deshaun Watson was out there and they weren't very good. Not saying he was bad, but if you're the Browns, it's, it you're not guaranteeing yourself anything. You have sold your soul. Essentially at this point, you're giving all your money to the guy, Um, and the, the, the picks you gave up, the money you're giving up, you would think you're doing that to essentially guarantee yourself winning the division. And you're in a position now where it's like, you could be pretty good and you could come in third in the division. And, yeah. And you would have not, it wouldn't even be a failure of a season for you. <laughs> I mean, think about it. They traded for Amari Cooper, but they traded Odell Beckham and they cut Jarvis
0: Landry and they cut Austin Hooper. Yeah. So And they cut J.C. Shredder, who is a really good center. Yeah. And they—I don't know if they that lost core. anything on D, uh, their. Jadavian
1: Clowney hasn't signed anywhere yet, so he might not—he might not be back. Your core is kind of being chipped away. This core that we said—or not—we said, but people in the media have said was going to be competitive and going to rule the division for the years to come. And I—I I don't know. You're not going to have a lot of draft picks coming up here soon, not good ones at least. I just. Mm, it was a lot and now you know, the public outcry is going to be what it is for a few months, I'm sure. You know, maybe a suspension comes before the season and then things the topic comes back up again about the allegations against him. Um but, you know, you hate to say it, but you know, winning does cure those things at least the the talk about it in the media. I mean, you've seen player after player in pro sports have, you know, do something horrible. Whether proven or not, yeah, accused of it, and oh, they're they're good and they win games. You don't hear about it like ever. Yeah, so, I think
0: regardless of what we think, we can confidently say that we we hope for the absolute worst for the Cleveland Browns yeah. for making this trade, for the Falcons too for trying to court them, the Saints too for trying to court them, because no matter what you say about whether or not criminal chart, here's the, okay. This is this is how I wanted to address this because I think. Uh, there's a misunderstanding here because of when he the criminal charges were dismissed there was a lot of athletes especially that came out in support of deshaun watson especially when he got traded there's a lot of athletes are like yeah deshaun and they get into it you know lebron lebron, LeBron tweeted crazy lebron over because he's a browns fan Browns
1: tweet. slash cowboys fan maybe he's like a rams fan i'm not sure but yeah <laughs> so here's 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 a little judicial system
0: lesson for you folks the criminal system and the civil system. Deshaun Watson almost certainly is going to have to pay out millions and millions of dollars in civil settlements with these twenty-two, twenty-three women, whatever it is. But he's not being charged with anything. The criminal justice system for guilt, you the, the statute is beyond a reasonable doubt uh, of you know of whether you know people, someone can only be charged as guilty if there is no no reasonable doubt that they're guilty you have to be very certain that they're guilty to get any sort of charge so it's a lot easier for someone to get off innocent yes and so it's a basically these situations all with these women essentially it's he sh- it's he said she said there's no, there is no proof that yes. anything happened there's no videos There's no, you know, there isn't anything definitive. So it's very easy for a criminal case to say we don't have anything concrete to say that this definitely did happen. So we have to say that it didn't. Right. When it comes to civil cases, proving
1: something in a court of law is difficult because you can have hard, cold evidence. And even sometimes that is not enough. Yeah, for something like this, where it is accusations, it is usually just almost impossible to prove anything. Now, again, like you said, maybe he has to 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 pay settlements. I am sure he will, <laughs> um, but it's impossible to prove. And you know, I am sure something will come out. You know, we've already seen that he's not going to be indicted, and I am sure there'll be some 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 not guilties here and there along the way, and people are going to celebrate that, but. You got to know what you're working with here. <laughs> yes,
0: and when it comes to civil cases, it's a lot easier. All it basically is is: Are you saying, do you think they're guilty or not? It's yes or no. Essentially, which way do you lean? Uh, not, you no, know, not to get into like the specifics of it, but essentially, it's like it's it's not like a 99 percent. It's like 50 you 50 know, kind of kind of thing where it's like if you are, you can be probably guilty in the eye of a jury, and they have to call you innocent. Yeah, and that's not the case in the civil system that's why he's probably going to but before it gets to that point settle out of court but anyway and then probably still get handed down a suspension so that's how i wanted to address that point because i think that's something that a lot of people don't understand they say well he wasn't charged with anything he must be innocent <laughs> oj simpson there, you know how many people think oj simpson is not innocent even though he wasn't charged with anything yeah and we're going to sit here with people like the sean watson and they say well he didn't get charged with anything like come on now Come on.
1: Anyway. 22, more than pretty much two dozen people. Right. uh,
0: That's my thing is, like, if it's one person, it's like, all right, maybe one person would lie. Maybe they would find a friend or a person that might maybe lie with them. Yes. I
1: think three is where it's like, they did. You get to 22. I can't remember who made this point, but it was such a great point where... um, If you have this many people coming out against you and you did not do it, would you not be having press conference after press conference saying this is a criminal conspiracy against me? There are 22 people completely making this up because if it truly did not happen, he would come out and say that. But he hasn't said over and over publicly, but he hasn't
0: every day. I would if this were me and it didn't if I did not do it, I'd be out there every day on television in front of every camera I could find and say, listen. I don't know what's going on. I
1: did not do this. <laughs> because if you didn't do it, how do you like, gonna incriminate yourself denying it? You right. Know? Yeah. Where it's be, where it's like, oh, he's been pretty silent on this because he doesn't want to incriminate himself because, uh-huh. you know. Again, not proved in a court of law, but I'm I'm going to tend to believe the two dozen people who, you know, came together separately. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's... I don't know how you if it's two people accusing him, then OK, I'm still t- I, if still I had, if tend I, to <laughs> believe the victims here. Right. I t- the, the accusers. I tend to believe them in sexual assault cases like this because they have so much to lose by just coming out with it. But Twenty two people. I mean, like you got to be out of your mind. You're just totally ignoring everything in society that's happening right now. If I had two dozen people come up to me separate f- of each other, they
0: didn't know each other come up to me and just I, I walk out on the street there's two dozen unrelated people out in the street and they go and they look uh, they're looking around and I ask every single one of them what just happened and they say a DeLorean just went through at about 90 miles an hour and disappeared and traveled back in time and I'd say I have no idea to know whether or not that happened but these two dozen people are sitting here telling me it just happened unrelated to each other
1: yeah I I'd probably have to believe it right <laughs> <laughs> And again, if it didn't happen, then it's like that is that's a pretty wild thing they put together there. Um, There has to be probably proof of it. Twenty two people coming together to tell the same story like that. So, you know, unless these people um, met up separately, somehow managed to meet each other without any phone calls or text messages, no trace of communication. They met each other, decided to create this story uh then found more people again without any trace of communication put together the story and then from there um somehow still didn't communicate and all went forward with their story
0: so that's probably what i'm happened. sure probably people's idea would be like this lawyer set this up and just like found women that would tell his that would make go along with his lie i don't know it's it's Occam's razor: the simplest, the simplest explanation is probably is the most likely one. It probably is just people telling the truth about a thing. Anyway, so let's see: is there anything that we didn't go around to? The we talked a lot about the AFC, uh, the NFC. What what is oh, what are we looking at here? Because trash. Yeah,
1: <laughs> I mean, how many good quarterbacks are in the, the NFC? Tom Brady, who is Aaron Rodgers. Tom Brady's gonna, you know. He wasn't looking amazing. Obviously his numbers were great. Yeah. He threw the ball a ton. We've been over this, but Tom Brady's gonna take another step back, most likely. Tom Brady, Aaron Rodgers, Dak Prescott
0: is good, but not on a good team. Dak Prescott is not Mahomes, Justin Herbert, Lamar no. Jackson,
1: Josh Allen. Kyler Murray <laughs> is not that's
0: Kyler Murray's not either. No. Uh and then outside of that, am I forget the Rams. The Rams. The Rams and the Packers are the two, te- and the Buccaneers are the three teams where it's like one of them can definitely get to the Super Bowl and compete with whoever makes it out of the AFC.
1: See that the, the advantage Rams had already <laughs> they had already slipped my mind because it's just been one really good year. They won the Super Bowl against a team who really weird that they got there, and so we kind of move on with it.
0: Yeah. So the uh, the advantage of the playoff system is if you're an NFC team, the NFC might not be a very good division, but hey. All you gotta do is get through that playoff, and boom, you're in the super, you're in the Super Bowl, and you
1: only got to beat one of those AFC one teams. Team, and hey, maybe and if you're the AFC, you get a lucky Cincinnati Bengals draw from it, right? <laughs> like exactly, yeah. The the NFC really, so they just won the Super Bowl. Maybe maybe I'll be totally wrong, and we'll play back this clip three years straight of the NFC winning the Super Bowl. But it's like for the NFC, when's the next Super Bowl you're gonna win? Because next couple years there's just a lot going on (laughs) see that's exactly that's where it comes in it's it's just one
0: game against that afc all those afc teams get to cannibalize themselves against each other in a single elimination playoff single elimination tournaments are not good uh tests of
1: who the best team is no Best team this past year, the Packers overall. Yes. From start to finish. The it's year been the Packers a few times, actually, in the past 10 years. But. It has.
0: The year that the Ravens uh, lost to the Titans, they were pretty clearly the best team in the NFL that yeah. year with Lamar Jackson's unanimous MVP season. And they didn't win. There's so many years that you can see the number one seed, the number one team in the NFL that you'd probably see through the regular season doesn't
1: win the Super Bowl. Falcons have had some pretty good years.
0: Eli Manning beat the 18 and 0 Patriots. One game does not yes. one game is hard to it's you can have an off you can have an off day, some team can have a hot
1: day. And the Giants, whether I don't know if it's the year after that or 2 years after that, they I think were the number 1 seed in the NFC and lost. <laughs> yep, exactly. So it, and that can lead into What's going on right now
0: as we speak? The number one overall seed in the NCAA tournament, the men's Division <laughs> One basketball tournament, Gonzaga, with seven minutes left in the game,
1: is losing by eight to Arkansas. I'm sick of Gonzaga. I mean, my bracket's busted. If just, I get, I just get over yourself. I mean, here's the thing with Gonzaga. We're, we've transitioned. The transition yeah. has happened. I got to stop trusting Gonzaga. They <laughs> the thing with them, they are clearly very good every year right uh-huh. like you're you're not going to dispute that they are a one seed in the tournament right Uh-huh. but we really the committee or somebody's got to come in and say hey i get you're clearly very good and hey maybe you knocked off kansas or somebody early in the year but the two seed kentucky that's behind you clearly not as good as you right but in terms of good wins they have they he have played they, nobody they they legit and listen i get saint mary's is good whatever they got some good teams in that conference now but like who asked exactly kentucky you could probably go through right if you had to list quality wins quadrant whatever i don't know how they measure that stuff Uh eh, nerds but take gonzaga's wins right <laughs> quadrant 2 gonzaga gonzaga <laughs> <laughs> and uh <laughs> gonzaga and um like kentucky all right they were a two seed they were pretty good um list all their quality wins side-by-side, side. Kentucky is going to have like double the quality wins. And that probably. alone for me is like, I get you're good. I just can't keep putting you on the one line. After playing, you play nobody. I get, I As- get you schedule a heavy out-of-conference because you know you can win those games. And I get you're going to go to the tournament and probably go to the Elite Eight at least you just have to join a conference and play somebody. Please. I know you're Pac twelve. I know you're not good at anything else. <laughs> like <laughs> your football clearly sh- should be where they are. I have no idea how good or bad they are, but they're not they you're not a Pac twelve football team. But you can join the Pac twelve in basketball. There's plenty Notre of teams Dame, that do that in just Notre one sport. Dame is an independent football school. But they are in the A C C in basketball. And th- this is the case in a lot of sports people don't realize. Like, WVU is, I don't know where they are now, but, like, their soccer was in, like, the Mac for a while. Stuff like that. These teams, I mean, oh, man, who was it? Uh, there's this weird, like, secondary type of football. It's closer to, like, a seven-on-seven seven type thing. Um, I forget. It's called, like, speed football or something stupid like that. Sure. I didn't discover it till a couple months ago. <laughs> um, but there's, like, height and weight limits where you can't be so big it's 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 really football for smaller people okay who are, it's it's like more of a flag football type um i think it was uh man who was it mansfield oh because i was like mansfield they have a football field but they don't play football they're not in the PSAC. they play that speed football in some conference against like army and navy cuz they have those teams as well <laughs> totally random stuff so gonzaga you- that gets my point gonzaga you can be in the pac12 um do it cowards if you really want to be cool, go to the Big 12 for basketball. Really prove you're a top dog. Um, because at the end of the day, they join even the Pac-12. They probably have two or three more losses each year. And maybe sometimes there are two when they deserve to be. They just haven't been tested enough. So,
0: And then you I'm talk sickle. about the randomness of the tournament. We just talked about how Kentucky probably has doubled the quality wins of Gonzaga. Then Kentucky goes and has one off game against St. Peter's, Saint and they're Peters. out. Yep. And that's why, again, a single elimination turn the the NBA, I would say, and probably Major League Baseball, but baseball's got Even some randomness.
1: Baseballs—they're starting to muddy the waters. These these best the two play, out of three the, wild cards, the playing games they're, and all that, and wi- like single game wild cards. They have it's only. I mean, I, best of five is a pretty good sample in baseball, but it's only best of five in the division series. Yeah. So, but the NBA first round off the bat yeah it's hard to make it's
0: hard to make college kids play a series of games when they're in class and stuff like that and football is definitely not made be playing series (laughs) a best of seven playoffs imagine imagine,
1: can you imagine oh my god can you imagine either the super bowl or the college football playoff going for almost two months (laughs) that'd be disgusting the two month super bowl
0: Imagine a team plays a you know, seven-game series, six-game series, five-game series. That's 18 games. That's the whole season. That's the <laughs> second season. And you,
1: you play once a week, so imagine like... Yeah, you, you need you, rest you, between you, games. You sweep your opponent, right? Four games. It takes a but month. But you, you have three bye weeks because the other team played a full <laughs> seven-game series, and then they come play you the next uh, week. <laughs> and you get, no, get mopped. Rest versus... Yeah, rest versus rust. Yeah, there you go. No so if we did do it, NCAA, keep all sixty four teams and we'll, oh, we'll just roll with it. Man. The first Imagine. round of the NCAA tournament, <laughs> there's sixteen games on TV every day for a month straight. <laughs> <laughs> I'm here for it. Yeah. Yeah. Arkansas up six, five thirty three left. Wow.
0: Up five. You should probably mention that uh <laughs> the Glen- the Glenville women's state uh the Glenville State <laughs> women's basketball team. Glenville women's state. <laughs> Pioneers. Uh, They're
1: in the national championship game. Uh, Tomorrow night. CBS Sports Network. You can tune in. Wow. IUP just lost in the uh, Final Four against Augusta. Wow. Home of the Masters. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Glenville State won that Final Four game by, uh, or was it the Elite Eight? They won by 50. Yeah. Weird how they do it in in, uh, D2 where you get there and it's the Elite Eight and you play through the Elite Eight. You play, you know, eight four in the championship game all at once. Whereas D one, you go to the final four. Yeah, weird how they brand it differently, but because uh, there's eight regions and you know. All yeah, it's right? it's yeah it's it's, it's a different. Uh, it's weird format there, but yeah, uh, Sh- Shepard uh, women. Listen,
0: Shepherd has been the only team that's been able to figure it out, even make close. it close ninety seconds. Not even just
1: close. It's not like they were down single digits the whole game. Like they were leading back and at least back yeah. and forth for pretty much the whole game. Shout out to Scott Beeman, Abby Beeman's dad, who uh, likes to
0: reply to me on Twitter when we talk about Glenville with just the the words "90 seconds," because uh-huh. with 90 seconds left in the game against Glenville, the game was tied. Yeah,
1: <laughs> and it's crazy. And they they probably, unless the team they face is like one of these like really good out of their region, just dominant, straight up great teams, they they're probably going to go in the title because nobody can seem to figure them out.
0: Yeah, I don't I don't know who they're playing, but I mean uh, we'll see. I mean, if they win the national championship in a blowout, who cares? They play, like, Western Washington or something like that. Yuck. God. Yeah. Hey, if they win by 50, we get to say that Shepard was the only team that could figure it out and keep it close and give them a scare. If they lose, we get to
1: say that we were right for calling them frauds. Hang a banner. Yeah. They should get a small banner somewhere. maybe Maybe temporary for the most wins ever in a season. Yeah. We don't need a sure. fool. We don't need to hang it up there forever. But nice, a nice poster maybe next year, in the, uh, in the in the butcher center, just to honor the team. Yeah, they Transiti- should. transitive uh, national tam- championship minus ninety seconds. There you go. <laughs> 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 That's what the banner says. <laughs>
0: Highly disputed WSHC Shepherdstown, the voice of Shepherd University. Dylan Bishop, Ryan Stickle, transitive national champions minus se- ninety seconds. <laughs>